0: Welcome to Hitbull's Eyes podcast. Big Bulky Partshala. We help students realize their career dreams. Thank you for tuning in and making your choice to succeed in your career. Welcome to Hitbull's Eyes podcast where we are trying to keep you ahead of competition by sharing current affairs, tips for various exams and interviews with eminent speakers. Make sure you follow the podcast and share this episode with your friends who are preparing for any competitive exam. I am Nitika and in today's episode, we are going to cover India and the Gulf nations. So recently, the Indian Vice President Mr. M. Venkaya Naidu has visited the Qatar country and highlighted the India-Qatar ties. He has also called for building an enabling environment and boosted the collaborations for mutual benefits. So, Qatar, it is an independent emirate which is located on the west coast of the Persian Gulf, occupying a small desert peninsula that extends northward from the larger Arabian peninsula. It has been continuously uh, and being sparsed inhabited since prehistoric times following the rise of islam the region became subject to the caliphate with the capital of doha also known as al-dawaha which was one of the center for polling So Arabic is the official language here and most Qatari people, they speak the dialect of Gulf Arabic, which is also spoken by the neighboring nations. Islam is the official religion here and they follow the Sunni Sunni Sharia laws. So Qatar is a constitutional monarch nation, which is headed by Al Thani family and their constitution provides for the hereditary rule by the emir's male branch of the Thani family and sharia law is the primary source of their legislation so as mentioned here its currency is qatari real the qatar's economic prosperity is derived from the extraction and export of petroleum which was first produced in the year 1949 and the natural gas. It is also said that Qatar has one of the largest oil fields and one of the largest gas fields in the world. So this is where the Qatar is located as you can see in the Persian Gulf and it is surrounded by the Bahrain, United Arab Emirates and even Oman, Iran as you can see here so this is the exact location of Doha or the Qatar in the Persian Gulf nations right so Qatar as I had mentioned that its economic prosperity is based on the export of the petroleum products which is why it joined the OPEC which is the organization of the petrol exporting countries in 1961 to control the price fluctuations of crude oil and to manage the supply of oil. So, speaking of OPEC, which is the organization of the Petrol Exporting Nations, it is a permanent intergovernmental organization, which is created at the Baghdad Conference in 1960 by the founding members Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia and Venezuela. However, from January 2019, Qatar terminated its membership from OPEC due to some conflict in the policies of OPEC. So, Qatar has always proved its stance in the Gulf nations and is also the founding member of the Gulf Cooperation Council in 1981 along with other founding members Bahrain, Kuwait, Oman, Saudi Arabia and UAE. So these nations have found a common interest in each other via their Islamic beliefs, their geographic proximity and even their special relations with each other. So even they share the same political systems based on the Islamic beliefs, which is why they have formed this organization. So, as far as the India's relations with the GCC is concerned, so India share friendly relations with the GCC nations. So, GCC states are among India's key suppliers of energy and annual remittances from Indians in these countries are worth an estimation of 4.8 billion US dollars. So, GCC has also welcomed the India's inclusion in the United Nations Security Council as a non-permanent member from January 2021. So, GCC has always supported India in the international organizations. Apart from the participation of Saudi Arabia, Oman. Kuwait and others in the India's mega multilateral Milan exercise, India also has bilateral military exercise with most of these nations. So, which means that of course, India not only shares the common ground in terms of trade, but also shares some common interest in the military levels as well. So next talking about the key highlights of the vice president's visit to the Qatar nation. So in this meeting, the vice president has demarcated the start of India Qatar startup bridge, which is to link the startup ecosystem of the two nations. As we all know that in this previous decade, India has strongly presented itself as a startup ecosystem and emerged as the third largest startup ecosystem globally and is currently home to over 100 unicorn companies. Apart from this, as we know that India has agreed to to form some stringent acts to protect the environment and combat the climate change, which is why under the environment and climate change, our vice president invited the Qataris prime minister to join the international solar alliance. So International Solar Alliance is an intergovernmental treaty based organization which was launched in the year 2015 by the Prime Minister of India and the President of France. So, this organization is basically to comply with the UNFCC COP21 or per se it is the Paris Agreement so that we can actually use our, the most exhaustible resource that is solar energy and replace it with the non-renewable resources, right? So, our vice president has also inaugurated the joint business council between the business chambers of India and Qatar and for this a joint task force on investment has been enforced which will further take on this task of the joint business council. So apart from this even both the nations have talked about their collaborations at the multilateral forums such as the inter-parliamentary union. So, inter-parliamentary union, it was formed by uh, collaboratively by the France and the United Kingdom in 1889. So, the main idea behind the inter-parliamentary forum or inter-parliamentary union was to promote the parliamentary dialogue and to promote the democratic governance across the world so currently speaking of this parliament it is headquartered in geneva switzerland and 179 countries are member to this forum and the slogan of this union is for democracy for everyone so which is why the india and the qatar nations so these nations have tried to come up and collaborate for many such forums, not only the parliamentary forums, but the Asian business forums as well so that we promote trade development and growth. So, now let us understand this visit or why this visit was so important for India and even for the Indian diaspora. So, Gulf nations has been always like a golden ticket for us in terms of trade so speaking of saudi arabia as the of the total value volume of the us dollars 42.9 billion the saudi arab stands as the india's fourth largest trading partner and not only this the UAE also the Saudi Arabia also the exports from uh, to the Saudi Arabia are as high as 8.76 billion dollars and in the imports from Saudi Arabia were the fourth largest at 34.1 billion US dollars which accounts to 7% of India's total imports so next talking about uae which is the country's third largest trading partner in 2021 22 and the second largest of course for both exports and the imports when these were counted individually so uh, uae accounted for 6.6% of the india's total exports and 7.3% of the imports in the last financial Year. so next talking about iraq which is the india's fifth largest trading partner in the year 2021-22 at the us dollars 34.3 billion next talking about qatar which we had just uh we were just talking about so qatar accounts for 41 percent of india's total natural gas imports and of course uh, the total trade with qatar is approximately 15 billion dollars which accounts for 1.4% of india's total trade the next oman of course as uh, as on 2019 oman uh, for oman india was the third largest uh, importer and the third largest market for its non oil exports as of 2019 Recently, India and Oman has also signed the program of cooperation in the fields of science and technology for the period of 2022-2025. Obviously, we all know that all these Gulf nations are known for their oil reserves and natural gas reserves, which is and since India is not uh, or it is insufficient in the petrol uh, in the petrol production or even in the crude oil production which is why we are heavily dependent on these gulf nations so let us now undertake the some of the key facts which are very important from the dip from the dependency point of view as of that how much we are dependent on these gulf nations so if i talk about the india's total oil petroleum imports so it accounts for 239 million tons and they were worth 77 billion dollars and it accounts for nearly one fifth of country's total imports back in 2021 and if i just account for the share of persian gulf imports it totals 60 percent in the last 15 years so which just shown that the Persian Gulf or the Gulf countries are so important for us from the imports point of view. In 2021 to 22, the largest exporter of oil to India was Iraq whose share has gone up from 9% to 22% in 2021. Of course, we know that Iran was earlier uh, the important trading partner to India as far as the oil is concerned, but because of the US sanctions, the share of imports from Iran has dipped down and of Iraq has gone up. So apart from this, not only uh, we are very happy with this Gulf nation as far as the trading and as far as the petroleum is concerned, even we found a huge Indian diaspora in the Gulf nations. So, counting only 13.4 million non-resident Indians, the Gulf has the largest numbers. The UAE, the Saudi Arabia and Kuwait, they together account for over half of all the NRIs. And even uh, in terms of remittances from abroad, india was the largest recipient in 2020 standing at 83.15 billion us dollars according to the world bank data remittances are ultimately the amount which is given by or which is deposited by the nris living abroad they are uh, earning abroad sent back to the country or sent back to the india for example if uh, one of your relative of or your brother or your father or any of your sister she is working abroad and she sent you some money to the India so that will be counted as a remittance right so as far as the remittance is concerned India is treated as the largest recipient of remittances back in the year 2020 according to the World Bank data so after India uh, the second rank is given to the Mexico so Mexico is also the second largest uh, recipient of the remittances in the world so As far as the contribution in the remittances is concerned, so, this uh, Indian diaspora, uh, it actually covers or it contributes majorly in the remittances role. Next, let us understand what are the recent developments or the news about the GCC or about the Qatar. So, recently uh, the Gulf nations are uh, actually uh, are condemning the Indian government due to a derogatory statement passed by a BJP leader over the Prophet Muhammad and due to which even the Qatar nation has strongly condemned and asked the Indian government to apologise on the behalf of that BJP leader. And this news is actually taking more of a political forum through the OIC, which is the Organization of Islamic Cooperation. So, Organization of Islamic Cooperation is the second largest intergovernmental organization after the United Nations with the total number of members as 57. So, it was organized uh, in 1969 uh, in Morocco and uh, uh, during the first islamic summit conference and uh, this pr- the prime motive of this organization was to r- give voice to the muslims living across the world to protect for their rights to protect their uh, you know interests in the uh, in in the world basically so it is currently headquartered in jeddah saudi arabia so the news is that uh, even the members of OIC are coming forward and they are not very happy. They are condemning the Indian government over such derogatory remarks. However, India is not the member of OIC uh, because Indian uh, government has kept itself away from such organizations which are based on any religion or whose prime motive is to promote a particular religion. However, in 2019, our Indian Prime Minister made its maiden appearance uh, uh, during the OIC Foreign Minister's meeting. So, uh, at that time, the Indian delegate uh, visited the Foreign Minister's meet in 2019 as a guest of honour. But uh, purely India is not at all in favour of the ideology of OIC of promoting a particular religion. Because India as a secular country, we take all the religions at the par and we believe that all the religions should be treated equally. So definitely, the uh, current uh, you know controversies uh, going around such uh, statements is not aligning with what Indian government project itself in the world. Especially when we know that the Gulf nations are very important for us, uh, you know, as far as the trading is concerned, through the Indian diaspora, through the imports of petroleum, and much more. So, on a concluding note, definitely India has enjoyed a lot of cooperation from these Gulf nations. These Gulf nations have not only been Indian friendly, but also India friendly and they have almost shut down their, uh, you know, their tariffs, their, uh, they have uh, even promoted the free trade agreements with India and besides as we know that they have also come up with their military exercises with us. So. India and the Gulf nations, they share a good strong bond from the trade as well as from the diaspora point of view. However, in the recent years, due to the anti-globalized policies, the polarization of religion, the fundamentalisms and the growing intolerance among the nations has actually hurt the sentiments of the business across the world be it the US China trade war or even uh, you know in India we have demonetization or the abrogation of article 370 it has caused a lot of tensions not only in the India's economic arena but in the business cycles as well which reflected on our stock markets so definitely India at this point of time we didn- we can't afford for another challenge in our political or in our economic arena in the uh, you know political and economic environment especially during the post covid economic recovery so which is why uh, of course india and gulf nations must keep up with its friendly relations during this hard times so thank you so much for this episode if you like it Please share it with your friends who are also preparing for any competitive exam and hit the bell icon. Please subscribe to our channel. Thank you so much everyone.